get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. seen lately from Justin Falk he looks like a different player this year compared to what he was a year ago and a guy that's seen a lot of Justin Falk over the years is John Forsland he was the former Hurricanes play-by-play announcer joins us here via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line John thanks so much for joining us today how are you doing my friend I'm doing well thanks Um, I'm doing very well our connection's a little bit uh, muffled but I'll do the best I can Okay, if we need to... Uh, there you go. Okay, we're back with you. Perfect, fantastic. <laughs> Tunnel. John, let's start oh. with this. Uh, we've been thrilled with the player that we've seen in Justin Falk this year. He he didn't look yeah. like this guy a year ago. I don't know how much you've been able to watch of Justin Falk since he left the Carolina Hurricanes, but uh, regardless, how much does this player remind you of the guy that you watched in Carolina? Well, you're going to get full value out of this player, and I've watched him quite a bit. And I wasn't surprised to see him feel his way around. Uh, that's, that's how I would describe how he played last year. You know, I, I think it was a, <clears throat> a difficult situation. First of all, the departure out of Carolina was tough on him. It was emotional. Uh, you know, he, he didn't really understand why you couldn't get any further with you know, contract negotiations with the team that had drafted him. And he was coming off a playoff in in which he performed better than anybody, including Jacob Slavin, in my opinion, in their run of the conference final against the Bruins. Um, And so when, when everything kind of broke down, they, they looked like they were going to trade him at the draft and didn't. And then this thing happened prior to training camp. Um, You know, he walked into an environment of a championship level team and he was the only guy, maybe there was another one, but I'm not a, 100% 100% sure about that, but maybe the only guy in the room that had nothing to do with what happened the previous season. And, you know, you walk into a, a group of six defensemen, you know, with, you know, some heavy hitters there, including the captain. And then he immediately gets that long-term contract. And, and I think he put a lot of pressure on himself, knowing him, um, to perform. And it was, a, I know they were mixed reviews, but I think now that, you know, it, it flushed itself out. Alex Petrangelo moved on to Vegas and, You see what you get now. Um, I think he's comfortable. And one thing about Justin Falk is he has tremendous character. And once he feels comfortable in his environment, you're going to see the best. And he's got a ton of talent. He's a great competitor. Plays well and and really well in big games. Um, So I think the best is yet to come. I'd be excited about him. Well, and we're seeing a lot of the comfort from him right now, John. And you know this from watching him. His offensive offensive game outperforms his defensive game. And he has been a very 
very sturdy defenseman this season for the Blues, but we're seeing him create a lot of offense. And if you go back to those days in Carolina, he was the centerpiece to a lot of that offense, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. You know, he can lug the puck. He can get it out of trouble. He's got a terrific shot. He sees the ice well. He knows when to jump. You know, he's got great instincts that way and has always had those instincts since he was a young player. Um, again, I think a lot of it has to do with him feeling comfortable in his own skin, which I think he does now, and he can kind of spread his wings a little bit. You know, that, that was a, a powerful locker room, especially with Alex Petrangelo, the type of player he is. Nothing negative about him, just that he was the kingpin on, on that back end. All of a sudden, here's a new guy with a long-term deal that's probably the safety valve. Everybody saw that coming. It was probably a little bit uncomfortable for Justin. Um, that's my opinion. I've never talked to him about it, but I think that's as an outsider looking in would be my, my view of it. Uh, this year it's different. Um, and as he moves along and really becomes a St. Louis blue for a long period of time, he'll be that type of player. He was that type of player for the hurricanes. It's unfortunate that it really wasn't appreciated at the end. We're talking to John Forsland here on 101 ESPN. He was the Carolina hurricanes play-by-play announcer while Justin Falk was in Carolina. John, one thing that we've seen very recently here with Justin Falk is he's been back on the power play again. He was placed on that top Mm -hmm. unit a couple of games ago, and he looks fantastic there. Last year, he played less than 80 minutes on the power play, and in his time in Carolina, he was like a 200-minute guy on the power play over the course of the season. What What should Blues fans expect from him on the power play? He's got a big shot. If they get him isolated, he's got a tremendous shot. Um, You know, you can find the top corner with that blast from the point, which a lot of guys have a tough time. Most players today, you know, shoot it, looking for a tip, looking for the screen, just trying to get it through. You know, he can go a variety of different ways with it. Um, Nice right-handed option. I think with Tori Krug, it's an, it's an excellent compliment. So they can naturally work it around the horn. Um, And again, he, he sees the ice extremely well and he doesn't have a high panic level. And sometimes that's where, you know, he, he can get victimized. Every player has flaws. And, and because he will hang on to the last possible moment, not panic with the puck, you know, he'll cough it up on occasion. But the reward, in, in my years covering him, the reward was always far greater than any risk. And um, you know what? Once you have the trust of a coaching staff, once the coaching staff tells you as a player, and the players will tell you this, that, you're relied upon in that capacity, your, your confidence, no matter how many years you've been in, in the league, your confidence goes through the roof. And I think that's what you're seeing now. John, we've seen Justin Falk now for a few seasons, and he seems like one of those quiet guys that goes about his business, isn't a loud player in the locker room, but he has worn a letter with Carolina in the past. And you mentioned kind of the transition with the leadership now of no Alex Petrangelo, no Steen, no Bomeister. You've seen George, or Justin in the locker room. Do you feel like this guy can take over one of those major leadership roles for a team? Absolutely, over time, right? I, I just think at the beginning, and even this season, it's something that will emerge. You know, once he sees himself and he and the fans see him as a as a true blue, right? As soon as that is in place, you're going to see that. And it was a it was a I've known this player since he was 18, and he was able to make the National Hockey League at the age of 19. And uh, over time, he was a young leader. The team wasn't very good. They put a lot of responsibility, a lot of high-end minutes, big matchups on his shoulders. He did the best he could with it. He did well with it. Uh, made a couple of all-star appearances at a young age. Um, and then started to fight some inconsistencies in his game. 
And I think he had to mature a little bit. I think he'd be the first guy to admit it. There was a growing process there uh, with him that uh, is fully in place now. And and I also think um, with Justin, he he is an excellent leader. Uh, He did some tremendous work within the community here in Raleigh, uh, especially with our troops down in Fort Bragg, um, basically fostering this program on his own and, uh, you know, buying the suite, uh, donating the suite for the troops, uh, having the guys in the, and women in the locker room, you know, after the games and so on. And um, those are the types of things that he, he relishes. Uh, he's a great story. He lost his dad at a young age. His mom uh, raised him single-handedly. And, um, you know, he's just a, he's a, a terrific guy. And I, I wish him all the best. Talking to John Forsland here on 101 ESPN. He was the Carolina Hurricanes play-by-play announcer while Justin Falk was there. Now he's going to be the play-by-play announcer for the Seattle Kraken. And, John, I did want to ask you about the Kraken for a moment because here in St. Louis, a large percentage of the conversation, especially over the last couple of years now, has been, well, who are the Kraken going to take? When, when the Blues get into that expansion draft, Who are who is Seattle going to take? What's this process been like for you as you've kind of transitioned over to Seattle? And what do you think they're going to be going for in this draft? Are they going to try to do the Vegas model or what, what's their, what's their goal with this draft in the upcoming summer? Well, the, the, the pressure obviously will be because of what Vegas did and, and duplicating that would be really hard. They can do it. Terrific. Uh, will they do it? I mean, if I were a betting guy, I'd probably say they're going to have a hard time because that seems to be, uh, a standalone situation. Um, Ron Francis, who in my opinion is is responsible for most of what you see with the Hurricanes today, most of the drafting and developing. When he took over as general manager, uh, the cupboard was bare. He had to rebuild the prospect pool. Team won a Calder Cup in 2019. Went to the conference final that that same year against the Bruins. <clears throat> and most of the roster, they've made a few. A couple of tweaks here with this new management group, new owner, and so on. But most of the foundation is all due in large part to Ron and his staff. So I think he'll take the same approach. Um, you know, he, he, he has a real good handle on today's game. He weighs all the numbers. Uh, you know, he's probably an old schooler in the trad- traditional sense in terms of his era, where he came from as a player and all that. But remember, he was one of the first guys uh, way back in 2014 to hire um, a full-time analytics person in Eric Tulski, who's now the assistant general manager of the Hurricanes. Uh, that was kind of a virgin territory at the time. And so my point is, Ronnie can blend all of that. So he, he's going to put a group together that I, I think will have, you know, the imprint of, and this is just me guessing, the imprint of what you need to win. But I don't think he will damage their hopes long term. So I think he'll probably go on the younger side. Um, I don't know if there'll be too many veterans with big contracts, you know, brought in there for short-term success. I think they want to make this thing a winner over a long period of time, make it a model franchise. And, you know, in the short period of time I've been connected with this team, I've been in and around their organization. Um, everything they've been doing away from what we're going to see on the ice has been unbelievably successful so i think they'll put it all together well that's good to hear john because i was just going to ask you who we have to send the money to to make sure that they don't draft david perron if he's not protected in this expansion draft because (laughs) we all know how that's gone in the past with david perron well i mean because of his talent and his goal scoring ability and and all of that it fits and he can he can still get it done now he's a player that uh that any team would like to have um because of the dimensions that he brings and it's, uh, that's happened to him once before. 
Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule anything out, especially a player of that level. He's John Forslund, former Carolina Hurricanes play-by-play announcer, now with the Seattle Crack, and follow him on Twitter at his name, John Forslund, F-O-R-S-L-U-N-D. John, thanks so much for the time today. All the best to you and your family. We look forward to talking with you again soon. All right, guys, thanks a lot. Keep up the great work. Absolutely. Same to you. That is John Forslund joining us here on 101 ESPN. Some great info there on Justin Falk. He is not in the least bit surprised that we've seen Falk have a little bit of a bounce back season. Going to come back to that leadership, too, and that's why I asked him that. Again, I don't – this – as much as I don't want to say it, it does seem a little bit like a transition year, right? Where you're transitioning from that core group of guys to understanding that this is our group now. And I Mm -hmm. think you're going to see that more and more with Justin Falk, with Tory Krug. These guys were leaders, but they were silent leaders in other locker rooms. Now they're going to be vocal leaders, I think, with this Blues team. It's just going to take some time. He's Alex Ferrario. That's Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We'll cross things over with the Fast Lane coming up next.